Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. FleetNetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Fantastic time of year. We had Derby Day at Flemington on Saturday, Shep, and now our focus is on the races tomorrow. And we're joined by someone who's a part of the 10 coverage. Do a great job, Channel 10, and one person who knows the Melbourne Cup better than most is a winning jockey, of course, of the Melbourne Cup from 2015, Michelle Payne and Prince of Penzance. It's coming on down the outside, Prince of Penzance for Michelle Payne. Now Max Dynamite starts to charge home. Prince of Penzance from Max Dynamite. Prince of Penzance, it's history at Flemington, Michelle Payne. Prince of Penzance beat Max Dynamite. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Michelle, do you get sick of hearing it? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> no, I still find it so hard to believe. I'm listening to it and when you when you we get to this time of year every year and you, you have the build-up of the Melbourne Cup and who's going to win, to think that we actually did, it's just absolutely incredible and just hard to believe. Uh, in summary, what sort of jockey wins a Melbourne Cup? What's the one attribute you have to have in a two-mile race at Flemington? Remembering we don't have many two-mile races and we certainly don't have too many two-mile races at Flemington. The combination is different. It's obscure. It is the race that everyone wants to win. But what's the one attribute, and you've done it, that a jockey has to have on Cup Day? I think it's a bit more than one thing, um, <laughs> quite a few things put together. But I think probably handling the occasion of it, it's its our greatest race. It's the race we all want to win as a jockey. It's the race we all want to take part of. And um, a lot of uh, riders get hung up on the on the uh, occasion. And when the push comes to shove and you've got to make those second decisions, sometimes they don't. So... For me, I think that's that's really what makes um, makes the difference. The weather in Melbourne at the moment, it's been forecasted to, to rain tomorrow. Do you reckon that's going to have an impact, one, on the, the riders itself about potentially the tactics? Is it quite a tactical race, the Melbourne Cup, or is it just see how the horse settles and just go from there? It's a bit of both. Um, you've really got to have that connection with your horse where you get it into a rhythm and it travels and it breathes because obviously a gruelling test of two miles um, but then you've also got to have that uh, tactical savviness to you as well because it, you know every split second decision makes the difference and um, can make or break the <laughs> make or break that you've won or lost so it's a bit of everything and I think that's why it makes it so hard to win and um, yeah why well, I still can't believe that we're actually able to win a great race but it was years of learning and um you know dealing with nerves and trying to be the best that i could be and um thankfully all of that comes together for me on the on the one day it is the race that stops the nation do you still think it has that weight with all the other races all being around the country you've got the everest um do you still think the melbourne cup is i know it's one of the oldest races in australia do you still think it has that weighting of the the premier race I think so. I don't know if it'll ever lose it. I think it's just got that specialness about it. I think because it is that gruelling test of two miles and 
because not only winning the two mile race, it's getting your horse there in the best condition for it. And that's why we're seeing so many go by the wayside as we get closer to it, because you've really got to hold your horse together and um, have it as fit as it can be at the same time. And I think that's what makes it a bit of a standout from, from every other race, as, as good as they are. And I think it's great to have competition because it just makes the Melbourne Cup even, you know, try harder to, to hold its position. And I just think it's great for racing that, that it, there is um, competition through all of the, the races and events. But um, I, I don't think it'll ever um, be over, overtaken. It's It's... You know, been our race that stops the nation for so many years. Um, it'll be it'll be a shame, and I hope it doesn't. Yeah, I think you're spot on, Michelle. I think it's great for racing. We've got these headline races, but our focus does uh, certainly appear on the Melbourne Cup. And there is a scratching this morning. Point in the pee and is out. Elevated uh, heart rate or uh, blood. So uh, it's a one scratching. Number 21 is out. So if you've had a bit of a, a punt on that in the pre-post market, in the uh, in the markets, then you've done your money cold. Hey, Michelle, you said this too after you got off uh, Prince of Penzance a few years ago. I want to get your opinion on this as we move forward uh, seven years. I just can't say how grateful I am to them and just want to say to everyone else who gets stuff because they think women aren't strong enough and we just beat the world. You certainly did. You beat the world. Only two female jockeys in the race tomorrow. Rachel King, who's already had a ride in the race, and Jamie Carr. Are you still surprised of the lack of female jockeys who ride in the Melbourne Cup? Because there are so many great female jockeys around the country. In fact, some of the meetings are more female jockeys than male jockeys. Are you still surprised that the influx of female jockeys in this race it hasn't really taken off like it should? Um, sort of yes and no. I think we've probably got two of our best out there representing female jockeys tomorrow. Um, and it is. It's a, it's a race that every jockey in Australia wants to win and there's 24 runners. So um, I'm just glad that there there is two of them out there this year. And, um, you know, I, I think it'll continue to, to grow. We've got so many great talent um, coming through. I think we'll see Alana Kelly very soon yeah. in one of the, the years to come. But um surprised she wasn't this year, but she is still apprentice and her time will come, I think. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's definitely the times are changing um, from back 2015 when I won it. I think we've seen a real momentum change and the talent is, is matching it with Jamie Carr and Rachel King, who are outstanding jockeys, um, not just female jockeys. They're, they're two of the best we have. Um, two, two of the best um, jockeys in the land and I think it's it's exciting to see them out there tomorrow. There is Rachel King on Arafahoe and Jamie Carr on Smoke and Romans uh, and you, you mentioned Alana Kelly. There's none better in Victoria at the moment and she was in Adelaide on the weekend. She is riding in absolutely superb form. Going to get your tip in a moment. We know you've got a family connection with Doville legend, your brother-in-law, Karen McAvoy, on the favourite and I know you do like one down the bottom of the order. I want to speak to you about your day. So you're working for Channel 10, so you're going to get beautified up because all everyone has to look good. You've got to get your hair done, your dresses done, your makeup done. Now, I'm led to believe you've actually got a ride in the race before your own horse, Pondus, goes around the race before. Is the horse going to race? It has raced in a Melbourne Cup. Is the horse going to go around? And are you going to ride in the race prior to the Melbourne Cup tomorrow? bit of a juggling act you might might say um <laughs> i'm hoping he'll run i don't think it's looking lightly with the rain he doesn't like wet tracks and uh all predictions are it's going to be pretty pretty wet tomorrow with all of this um predictions but you never know and if he does um get to take his spot i'll be <laughs> quickly out of that dress and into my silks and back into the dress again so <laughs> 
Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at getting changed quickly. I've been late to the races a few times and, and <laughs> sort of mastered that um, getting into the silk. So I think uh, we should be all right tomorrow. And I'm really looking forward to it if he does run because he's going well. He's a beautiful horse. Um, it's a good race for him. But, yeah, do we we just need to have a bit of luck with the weather with him, which I, I don't know whether we're going to. We'll, we'll find out tomorrow. I've always wanted to wonder. <laughs> Leading up to such a big race, understand all all jockeys. Well, I presume all jockeys in the same profession are mates or got a professional working relationship. But coming up to the big race, is there a bit of banter pre-race to a few bit of sledgings going on? <laughs> Do you try and put other other mates a bit off guard? Because obviously every every jockey, this is I guess their highlight of their career. Is is it is there a professional? Um, manner it goes about it, or it's all dog eat dog, just there for yourself and try. If you can put off another jockey, then you've done your job. Uh, I think it depends on each sports person's different. Um, for me, I just focus on myself, but I'm sure there is some out there who who try to play a bit dirty and get you off your game. <laughs> Any names? <laughs> <laughs> I won't go down that line. But no. <laughs> Um, I think uh, your best to focus on yourself is, is the best way to go about it. Very true. Hey, before we get your tip uh, and a, a quick one on Deauville legend, Michelle Payne, who's a part of the Channel 10 coverage, it would be great if you rode in that race before the Melbourne Cup. I think it would just add to the intrigue. So little Pondus who has raced in the Melbourne Cup, as I mentioned. But you do saddle one up today, and we have a bit of a racing audience here on our SEM <laughs> Breakfast. So you've got Rambler Rebel going around in the last race today, um, being written by Reese McLeod. What, you couldn't make the 61 and a half kilos today, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I was hoping I'd be able to ride him. I, I had so much on that I, um, I sort of thought it's best just to get somebody booked in case I couldn't make it. And as it turned out, I probably could have, which is a shame because I think this horse, he's a pretty special horse. I, I got him, um, he was actually barred in New South Wales and got him and had to sort of get him back um, reinstated so he could race again and he won first up for me last time and um, this time around I haven't been able to trial him because of the tracks, we just had so many wet um, weather tracks sort of abandoned and we yeah. couldn't trial and I'm going into the race sort of a little bit unknown because I would have liked to have had that, that trial just to, to make sure he was fit enough but he's done a heap of work, he's a real athlete Um and he's going really well. So I, I think he'll run well. He's got 61 and a half, which is not easy either. But I'm excited about him because he's he's definitely a horse that's always impressed me. And um, I think he could reach some, some pretty exciting heights sort of later on down the track. So well, well done. excited to see how it goes today. Okay. Last race of Ballarat for our punters. Currently $20 on fixed odds. Race eight at Ballarat today. Number one, Rambler Rebel is the horse. And the stable's in form. You had a winner last week, which was good. Yeah, it was great. He's an old favourite of mine, um, Jaquila. He's heading towards the Jericho Cup, which is a really great race um, to, to be a part of. And um, it was so good for him to win last week on Bendigo Cup Day. And can't wait for that race, which is uh, 25th of November. So looking forward to it. Who wins tomorrow's race? Is there a standout? I'm going with Realm of Flowers. I think she just ticks so many boxes. Um, she's a good staying mare. She's a six-year-old. She should be able to handle the occasion of, of the race. And if we do get this stormy weather, um, she loves wet ground. She's got 50 kilos, mm. barrier five. 
uh, great staying there. She's going well. She's won a trial the other day in, in preparation for this. Um, she's a bit of time between runs, but um, she, you know, the great trainers, Sam and Anthony Friedman. So I'm sure they've got her wound up and ready to go. And I, I just think there's so many boxes ticked with their tied to look past there. Yeah, loves wet. You're right. Loves the wet ground, softer and or heavy. Never miss the money on a heavy track, and I'm not too sure when number 24's last one a Melbourne Cup, or if it ever has one. Or did, no. did, I don't know about number 24, but anyway, uh, fantastic. One scratching, number 21. And your brother-in-law's got a ride in the race, Karen McAvoy. He knows big race riding. He's on Deauville Legend. Everyone's spruiking it as the standout. It's the only horse under double figures on the market. You've got your concerns. You're, you're not overly confident about Deauville Legend handling the, handling the buffering and buffering that has, happens in a Melbourne Cup. I'm just a bit concerned. Um, I wouldn't be feeling. Uh, I feel a bit bad, bad for Kieran because he's on the favourite, and it's not clear cut. I don't think. I think he's he's obviously a classy horse and a world class stayer, but he's still just turned four years old by Southern Hemisphere times. He's got 55 kilos. He's um, you know won some nice races over in England, but in in small fields. And I just feel as though yeah, the occasion of the Melbourne Cup. It, it's it's a huge occasion, and uh, I hope he wins, and I hope he deals with it. But I just, yeah, my concerns are with that, and um, that's why I was sort of looking away from him a bit. But Dora will be cheering him home hard. I hope he does win, and my sister and her—they've got four kids. They'll all be there in the mountain yard, so there'll be it'll be huge scenes if he does win because the kids love racing, and um, they'll be they'll be very excited. So yeah. I hope he does, but yeah, I just have some concerns with that. Good on you. Hey, Michelle, you're one of the busiest people and you've been uh, in huge demand over You're always in huge demand at this time of year and you train and you ride and you do your media thing. You're a very talented young lady. Continued success in all the fields that you work in. Good luck today with Rambler Rebel. I think we might have to have a ticket each way on it in the last. <laughs> you sound like you think it might have something in the in the tank for today. Let's hope so anyway. Good luck tomorrow if Pontus goes around. Good luck in the coverage with Channel 10 and thank you for joining us. You're a star. No worries. Thank you very much. Michelle Payne joining us, of course, uh, just, well, I don't say she put women on the map, but it certainly put uh, women in the Melbourne Cup on the map in 2015. Great rider, wonderful talent and a part of the 10 coverage. Michelle Payne, there it is, right, that Rambler Rebel. Number 20, you've written it down, haven't you? I've noted it down. Yes, I have, (laughs) Goss. $20 as we speak. Amazing stuff. Let's get a break away. You're listening to Breakfast with Goss and Shep for Gillian Goss, who's filled in when Cummings and Goss is normally here, and today it's Shep and Goss. This is SEM Breakfast.